It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Friday. Welcome on into another edition of the podcast, a weekend edition of the podcast, a preview edition as we get ready for BYU and Western Kentucky tomorrow night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Looking forward to this matchup between the Cougars and the Hilltoppers. A lot of storylines going into it, how this game may have come together thanks to a serious XM poll. Many of you will remember BYU and Western Kentucky going head to head. We'll preview this game, get you to know some of the players from the Hilltoppers you'll want to know about ahead of tomorrow night's game, my game prediction, and of course, we'll catch up on any other BYU news that's out there in the BYU sports universe. So a lot to get to on a Friday edition of the podcast, and it's all brought to you today by our good friends over at Built Go, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you more about both of those companies here in just a little while. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 30th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Uh, Make sure if you haven't done so already, if you're new to the show, hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in, wherever you get your podcast. That way you never miss an episode because, like I said, we do this five days a week and sometimes more than that. So make sure to join us as we talk BYU sports on the daily. Uh, Kicking off today's show, BYU and Western Kentucky scheduled to kick off tomorrow night, 8.15 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN. Another late night uh, on Halloween for the Cougars as they take on the Hilltoppers from Western Kentucky. And I think this is an interesting matchup in only one way. And what I mean by that is you're looking at this and BYU should just be able to go out there and name their score. In talking with some people around the BYU football program, there's a prevailing belief that Western Kentucky might be a worse team right now than Texas State. And what did BYU do last week? Well, they only handed it to Texas State and could have made it even worse had they decided to keep their foot down on the gas. BYU can name their score in this matchup against Western Kentucky, I feel like. I feel like that UTSA game, not to reference back to it too often, was the wake-up call that BYU needed to understand. You know what? Some of these lesser-known and, I guess, lightweight opponents for BYU, they have talent. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But if you come out and play the way you are supposed to, speaking of the BYU football program, you'll handle your business just fine, and you're going to win these games. Tomorrow night's game, BYU should be able to handle the Hilltoppers. The biggest issue with Western Kentucky is a pretty punchless offense. The biggest indicator of that punchless offense to me is the fact, and I think it was Greg Rubel who tweeted this out, but this season so far, speaking of the Hilltoppers, they have scored 13 touchdowns or accounted for 13 touchdowns on offense. In the last two games alone, BYU has 13 touchdowns, if I read that correctly. BYU is absolutely rolling into this matchup, and they're going up against a team that just simply has issues scoring points. 
That's not a recipe for success when you're coming west out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, expecting to have another 6,000 fans in the stands. Plus, they had about 6,500 last week, all told. And I think that this is going to be a game that BYU should be able to have plenty of time in the second half for their second and third units to get some extra work as they've done at multiple points this season. The biggest thing is you have to balance if you're Kalani Satake running up the score versus getting style points. It's a very fine line and it's all subjective. It depends on who is looking at it and what you do to these teams and how they interpret it. Many of the national pollsters who live on the East Coast is not East Coast, excuse me, are not going to stay up all night and watch this Western Kentucky matchup for BYU. So if BYU rolls out and puts up, let's say, 55 points and they hold Western Kentucky to 10, it's another good showing. And some of the pollsters who may not have watched the game are going to say, hey, BYU just did it again. Let's move them up another spot. Let's move them in the top 10. That's what you hope if you're a BYU fan. You want to see a BYU team continue to garner pub for what they're doing and the dominance they're showing on the field. The big matchup is a week from today at Boise State. It's the make-or-break game for BYU season. I know that we like to talk about the fact that you have to see the season it's in totality before you can really evaluate it. It's no longer that way this season for BYU. This is very much a one-game season, and that is the game at Boise State. You lose that game, all the hype is essentially gone for this season. A lot of the goodwill you built up, gone in an instant. But you have to take care of business tomorrow night to get on to that game and get ready for it. So I look forward to this matchup simply due to the fact that I want to see BYU go out and put up another dominant performance in front of their home fans at LES ahead of a big time showdown against uh, Boise State a week from tonight. A couple of notes for you guys on the injury or personnel front for BYU. I am not expecting to see James Ampey or Gunnar Gunner Romney in this game against Boise State. Also not expecting to see Keenan Peely and or Tyler Batty. All four of them at points this week have practiced. Their levels of participation and practice varied. But I do believe, and everything I've heard, is that James Empey and Gunnar Romney, had the Boise State game been this week, they would be playing. But simply due to the fact that it's Western Kentucky and you'd like to have them both 100% for the big matchup against the Broncos, they're going to hold them out this week. BYU can handle their business without both of those guys. They can handle their business without Tyler Batty and Keenan Peely on the defensive side of the ball. So I think BYU, if anybody has a ding or a dent that BYU'd rather have them hold out and get healthy for, well, they may not see them in action tomorrow night against Western Kentucky. But I can tell you this much. I'm not expecting to see James Empey. I'm not expecting to see Gunnar Romney, Keenan Peely, or Tyler Batty. Does that mean they couldn't uh, wake up tomorrow and say, Coach, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'd like to give this a go tonight. They could do that, but I think the BYU coaching staff and the training staff are going to try and let them know, hey, here's what we're thinking. We want you to be fully healthy going into that game against Boise, so let's not overdo it here. Let's have you ready for that game a week from now. So, very interesting balance to strike here for BYU, but regardless of who goes out there, if Zach Wilson is taking the snaps for BYU, BYU can name their points in this game. They can roll up whatever number they want to get to and then sit on it. Put the twos in, the threes in, and see out the matchup. And I don't mean to have any disrespect to Western Kentucky. I 
completely think that this is a program who's very proud. They won nine games a year ago. They had, I think, double-digit starters back from that 9-4 and four team, but the wheels have come off. The offense this year cannot score for Western Kentucky. Their defense is giving up big play after big play. It's just a really weird set of circumstances for the Hilltoppers as they come to Provo. So, BYU, go out and dominate, put up another big-time victory, a lopsided victory, and let the national pollsters have to decide what they want to do with the BYU football program. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk about how Big Red and Cosmo the Cougar helped put this matchup together. Many of you will remember that Sirius XM poll and how it uh, got BYU and Western Kentucky, their ADs, to get together and meet, and how it might have led to tonight's game, or excuse me, not tonight's game, tomorrow night's game, excuse me, and looking forward to examining that. Also later on in today's show, give my score prediction, let you know what I'm expecting from this game against Western Kentucky and where I think the score ultimately lands. I will take credit last week. I nailed my score prediction on the head and BYU's win over Texas State. So maybe we can make it two for two. You have to stay tuned. We'll get to that a little bit later on on today's show. Today's show is brought to you, though, by our good friends over at Built Go. Many of you know, and I mentioned the fact that I work for the Zone Sports Network. I'm also the dad of two kids under the age of five. Any of you who work in a high-stress environment and also have young kids know how tough it can be. I'm up very early, and usually by early to mid-afternoon, I am absolutely gassed. I hit a wall both literally and physically, excuse me, both literally and mentally, excuse me on that. But I can tell you what, Built Go has been a welcome addition to my diet. And I want to tell you guys that Built Go is the perfect addition to your diet as well. The best part is it's easy to eat. It's a 1.5 ounce package. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Put it in your golf bag to get through the back nine. Or just put it in your pocket to get through the day. That's what I use it for. Built Go is the best gel on the market. It's the five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's all natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine, but better results, guys. It's a fantastic way to break through those walls that may be holding you back. They combine energy gel with collagen protein. It's not going to feel like an anvil in your stomach. I love Built Go. I encourage you guys to check it out. Right now, go to BuiltGo.com. You can use the promo code LOCKED. That's L-O-C-K-E-D and get 20% off your next order. It's a fantastic, fantastic way to get through those walls, both literal, physical, or mental. No matter what it might be, break through that wall with Built Go. BuiltGo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED and save yourself 20%. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, guys, many of you remember that much disputed Sirius XM mascot poll that was run, what was it, last year, if I'm not mistaken? I can't remember when it ultimately ran, but 
It was very disputed considering the finals came down to two 16 seeds, speaking of the BYU Cougars and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. There were allegations of voter fraud, people buying votes in the poll that they ran online. BYU ultimately won the poll and was named the best mascot of the year. And the funny thing that came out of this is that Todd Stewart, the athletic director at, uh, at in Bowling Green at Western Kentucky, he actually got with BYU athletic director Tom Homo for a phone call when they previously had never associated with one another and didn't know each other. And now, all of a sudden, you got a game on the docket on Halloween night as BYU and Western Kentucky square off. I think this is a fantastic thing that BYU has going for them. They're trying to get high-profile matchups, and we were all wondering what they were going to do this fall. They're having to put together a schedule on the fly. And the nice part was that, according to the story I read, I read a couple of them. I know Mitch Harper at KSLSports.com had one. Chris Vanini from The Athletic. Well, they used Dave Brown, who uh, actually is one of the gurus when it comes to putting together non-conference matchups and just matchups overall in college football. They reached out to him, and lo and behold, both programs had an opening on October 31st. There you go. Bingo, bingo, boingo, and BYU is right back into business playing against Western Kentucky tomorrow night. Who would have thought? And obviously, there's that famous meme out there that they put together with Cosmo and Big Red with the, is it Paul Rudd, if I'm not mistaken? He's like, who would have thought we would have been here? Just the two of us. Who would have thought? It's just kind of that funny thing about this, that a poll run by Sirius XM uh, gets all kinds of votes. I think it was 90,000 votes or some such that came out on that. 96,000 votes in total. I uh, had a three-hour investigation and a voter fraud that took place examining the votes that propelled Cosmo to the victory. Cosmo was ultimately named the national champion, but obviously Big Red and the Hilltoppers looking to even up the score in the game on the gridiron. I think that BYU is going to handle that. It should be a clean sweep for the BYU football program. But it was just kind of a fascinating thing to think about. You know what? A Twitter poll with 96,000 people voting and maybe a few thousand bots in the mix there. Hi, Johnny Harleen. But the fun part is, is these two programs who may not have ever associated with one another at any point. They obviously have never played in football. They've played in basketball way back. I think the last time they matched up in basketball was in the 1950s. So we're talking 70 plus years ago. But the fun thing is, is that a poll run by SiriusXM on Twitter has ultimately yielded a football game between the Hilltoppers and the Cougars. I think that shows the power of social media in this day and age, folks. It's not like BYU is going to go about scheduling games like this forever, obviously. This was a, a super weird circumstance that both programs found themselves in. But I look at this and I feel like it is a perfect opportunity for BYU to highlight all the good that come from social media. So excited to see these two programs squaring off. I think it's going to be a fun night out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I understand a lot of people a little bit miffed about it being Halloween night, not being able to trick-or-treat with their kids. Hey, I'm a dad as well, so I completely get it, but I'm going to get my trick-or-treating out of the way early, and then I will be on the pregame show for the Zone Sports Network on 97.5 FM and 1280 AM here locally if you want to listen to my pregame starting at 7 o'clock. We'll get you ready for the game against Western Kentucky. 
We'll also do a post-game show immediately after the game. And if you're out of the mark, you live nationwide, you actually can download the Zone Sports Network's app or go to 1280thezone.com and stream it live. We'll have some fun with you guys getting ready for getting you ready for tomorrow night's game. So a lot of fun to be had and looking forward to seeing what we find out from this game. I don't know. We'll learn a lot, honestly. I just feel like BYU is just too good and Western Kentucky the wheels have kind of come off this season already. I know they're only six games in, but sure looks like the Hilltoppers just kind of playing out the string here already. BYU, meanwhile, has every reason to just stick with it and hope and pray that they have that special season that earns them a spot in the New Year's Six. So fun game ahead, and hopefully you guys have an opportunity to go out and watch it and have some fun at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. All right, before we get to my my score prediction, excuse me, as well as some of the players to know, etc., about the Hilltoppers going into tomorrow night's game, wanted to welcome in now on a Friday. We did this last Friday. We're going to continue to do it throughout the month and on into next month. We're over the end of October, so I guess next month and into December. We're going to talk with our good friend Seth Baird at All Guard Pest Control. He is, of course, the guru when it comes to your pest control needs. So let's welcome him in now. Seth, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, doing well, and you? Doing all right. Thanks again. It's exciting to have you on every Friday to talk about pest control questions our listeners have. So without further ado, let's kind of break into it here, all right? Sounds good to me. Okay, so first things first, it's a very simple question coming from our friend Dan, and he asked the question, which season is the worst for pests? Um, it really depends on the pest you don't like the most. Uh, each season will have its own different pest. Uh, spring, that's where some of the stuff will start coming out. That's where the ants really kind of start coming out too. The summer months, of course, that's when everything out, the spiders, wasp, and all that other stuff. Uh, fall, that's when the spiders move in again, and that's when mice start moving in. And the winter months, it's nonstop with mice and other pests, um, especially with travel and other things, that's when we do a lot of the bed bugs and stuff like that just after the holidays. So each season will have its own, but I probably the biggest month for a little bit of everything is anywhere from June all the way down to October. It's You'll see the wasps, spiders, mosquitoes, all that stuff. Very nice. All right, next question comes in from Casey here, and he says, I've got a problem I wanted to ask about. My lawn is full of grasshoppers in the late summer and into the fall. I had a company come and spray last year, but it didn't change anything. When is the best time to spray to ensure that those grasshoppers will not come back this coming year? Um, probably the best time to spray, and this is with almost anything, um, kind of to the fallback question with when's the best time. A lot of times the best time is when you start seeing stuff. Um, so you'll see a lot of those baby grasshoppers and stuff. But with a lot of companies, they just kind of do a general, like maybe three feet up, three feet back. And that's not where grasshoppers really like to be. Um, they're going to be more in the lawn. So they need to really kind of hit those areas. So the best thing for a grasshopper treatment is actually doing a full lawn treatment and everything. And that will help quite a bit with the activities this stuff doing a foundation spray very nice all right and seth our last question today says my basement has a problem with spiders my question is should i spray excuse me should i focus more on spraying outside to keep them on the outside or spray inside to kill them that are already inside um, a little bit of both. Uh, 80% of the spiders you will see in their home will be down in the basement. There's just 
so many access points in there. Uh, if you just spray the outside, the ones that are inside, it's not going to do nothing. They're already kind of established in there. Basement areas, we always kind of hit a little bit harder. So doing the basement treatment, um, once again, all of our treatments include inside and out. So we just don't do the outside. Um, just leave the invoice in your door and go. We do do inside and out with basically every treatment. There's some customers that only want the outside only, uh, understandably, um, but all our products are the safest stuff there is. We do use it in daycares, hospitals, and kennels and restaurants. Outside will help stop them from coming in, but if they're already inside, we do recommend inside and outside for the best results. Well, I can add my endorsement to that. You've taken care of my home. I am 110% satisfied. Seth, where can people find All Guard Pest Control? All Guard Pest Controls, um, com. It's on the web. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And so that, that's probably the best way to find us. And also our number is 801 801- Eight five one one eight one two. Well, Seth, thanks again for taking the time. Got two things before we go with you today. First things first, let's pick our winner for our free treatment from All Guard Pest Control. We have four entrants this week. Which number did you want to go with? One, two, three, or four? Let's go with number three. Sounds lucky. Lucky number three today. Kyle Van Noy's number. That's going to make Casey Finlinson our winner this week. Casey, we will get in touch with you, get you the information, and get you set up with All Guard Pest Control. And last things last here, Seth, obviously a big game against Western Kentucky Saturday night for BYU. Give us your prediction on what you expect from the game. Uh, 63 to 10. 63 to 10. All right. Yeah, I think they can kind of pour it on a little bit. I think they're a little bit motivated. Um, Other teams are coming in, so I think they're going to I think they're going to kind of go a little bit harder this week. Fantastic. Well, hopefully it comes to fruition. And Seth, thanks again for being with us. Looking forward to working with you and catching up with you again next Friday, okay? Yeah, that sounds good. See you then. That's Seth Baird from All Guard Pest Control. Check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. Search them out on social media or give them a call if you have any pest control needs. 801-851-1812. And also submit your questions for next week. Casey was our winner this week. Might you be the winner next week? Get your questions in on our social media feeds or email the show, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. A big thank you once again to Seth Baird and All Guard Pest Control for being part of the team, part of our advertising team right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. As we close out this Friday edition, a preview edition of BYU in Western Kentucky, looking forward to this matchup. I think BYU is going to get a lot of opportunities to have a lot of guys get a lot of reps once again in this matchup. But some guys you may want to know about from Western Kentucky, like I said, this is a program that was 9-4 and four a year ago. What the fact that they're two and four this year coming in just with a punchless offense and a defense that's giving up all kinds of yards and points is just a weird, weird circumstance. I don't necessarily know what the read is on that, 
But I can tell you this much. There are some players that you're going to want to be aware of for Western Kentucky in this game. First name that I think you're going to want to know about is D'Angelo Malone. He's an NFL draft prospect on the the defensive line for the Hilltoppers. He's actually the reigning Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year. He tallied 11.5 sacks a year ago. This year, he has uh, two sacks so far on the season. So much different look for him. He's taken a lot of double teams, as you would expect being the conference player of the year on the defensive side of the ball. But a good player nonetheless to BYU'll need to be aware of with their offensive line. I think the strength for, uh, if not Middle Tennessee, why did I say Middle Tennessee? Western Kentucky, it's a directional school. Why Middle Tennessee? I don't know why I thought of the Blue Raiders, but we're talking about the Hilltoppers from Western Kentucky. I think their strength, if you have to find a strength for this program, it's in the trenches. Both their offensive and defensive lines, I feel like, are fairly strong. It's not to say that BYU won't be able to have their way with them, in my opinion, but they have some good guys there. A couple of other guys to keep an eye on, uh, Devin Key, a senior safety, as well as senior linebacker Kyle Bailey. They're guys that make tackles up and down the field for the Hilltoppers. Bailey leading the team currently with 46. Antoine Kincaid has 45. And then Devin Key in third with 43 tackles on the year. So a lot of guys who have a lot of statistics, and obviously they'll be relied on heavily to slow down a vaunted BYU offense. On the offensive side of things, uh, expecting to see Tyrell Pigrone, uh, the quarterback, the transfer from Maryland. He has 632 yards passing on the season, seven touchdowns against zero interceptions, but just 632 yards. Just not a good look. Kavaris Thomas also has seen time this year. So I think BYU needs to be aware of both of them. Pigrom is a true dual threat quarterback, can run it, can throw it. He actually leads the team in rushing this season so far as well. 227 yards rushing. So BYU needs to be ready for a dual threat quarterback. It wouldn't surprise me to see a spy put on the field, a guy like Max Tooley maybe, who's got the speed to chase him down and have him just keep an eye on him all night long. Their leading receiver on the season is Mitchell Tinsley. 21 receptions, 210 yards, and three touchdowns so far on the year. And Joshua Simon, another guy I'm excited to see. A pretty highly thought of tight end prospect for the Hilltoppers. Off to a slow start this year, just 15 receptions for 166 yards. But he does have two touchdowns on the season in his own right. So some of the names you need to know about for this team, speaking of Western Kentucky. But as I said earlier on in today's podcast, This is a game I feel like BYU can name their score for. So here you go. Here is my prediction, my official score prediction. Hopefully we'll go two weeks in a row with a perfect call. I had last week's one on the head, but don't expect to be correct this week. It'd be fun if I were, but here you go. I am predicting BYU puts up 51 points to Western Kentucky's three. Yes, you heard me. 51 to 3. I think BYU's defense can go out and have that dominant of an outing, even if they have to go to their second and third string units. I feel like BYU's defense is going to show some muscle in this game. They don't want to give up a touchdown. They'd like to have a shutout, if at all possible, but. I think this is a night where BYU can really get after it on the defensive side of the ball and looking forward to seeing how the Cougars do. If you want to send in your predictions, love to have them. Send them into our social media feeds, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search us out at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter handle, if you want to reach out to me, there is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, the email address for the show is LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. 
Love getting your guys' score predictions for this game. Send them in, and whoever gets it right will get a shout-out. I gave myself a shout-out because I nailed it right on the head a week ago and hoping to go two weeks in a row. But love to have you guys involved in that as well. All right, that's going to do it for our Friday edition of the show. Big congratulations to Casey Finlinson on winning that free service from Allgard Pest Control. Get your questions in for next week. We'll pick another winner next week. It's a free pest control service, guys. I'm telling you, Allgard takes care of my home. And I mean it. They are the best. And if you guys would like to have them take care of your home, get your questions in now. Love to have you guys be involved in that facet of the show as well. All right. Once again, a big thank you. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. We'll do a post-game edition probably early Sunday morning is my prediction on that. But we'll recap whatever happens in that game and let you hear some of the post-game comments as well as getting your guys' comments on social media after the game as well. Have a great rest of your Friday or Saturday whenever you're listening to this, getting ready for BYU in Western Kentucky. And we will talk to you guys again soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 30th, 2020. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day